Hello and welcome to the Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge podcast. I'm your host, John Carlin, and this is the podcast where I tell you all about the great things happening here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. Places like Roanoke, Roanoke County, the city of Salem, Botetourt, and Franklin counties. And collectively, we are America's East Coast mountain biking capital. How about that? Virginia's Blue Ridge is nestled in the Blue Ridge Mountains. We're in the western half of the state of Virginia. The Blue Ridge Parkway passes right through the region. And if you want to come and play in the mountains and enjoy a metro mountain adventure... You'll find it here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. All the information will be in the show notes and, of course, at visitvbr.com. But today I'm going to talk about a unique attraction, something you can find only in Virginia's Blue Ridge, and that is Black Dog Salvage, home of the Salvage Dogs from the outstanding cable TV show of the same name that aired for years on the DIY network. And it is very very popular, and it's, it's a great show. We'll tell you more about that in the podcast today. But the show is actually no longer in production after 11 seasons, but it's still available on various streaming services, and I would submit it's just as entertaining as it ever was, and I highly suggest binge-watching the show. Uh, it is, uh, it is, it's out there, and a, a quick link uh, will be in the show notes, but also uh, just a quick Google will get you to the various streaming services, and, and the guys will talk about that today on the podcast. Um, and it revolves around the two owners of Black Dog Salvage, Mike Whiteside and Robert Culp. The two of them founded Black Dog, and together, what they do is they, they find old buildings, old homes, commercial properties, even old airplanes, old trucks. They bring them to Black Dog, where they're cleaned up for resale or repurposing to people looking for unique architectural features for their homes or businesses. So I can remember, and I, uh, you'll hear me ask them about this in the podcast, they had this old airplane kind of stuck off on the side, and it was a beach bonanza which I recognize because it's got a unique V tail, and my father used to fly one for a company when I was a child. Um, and I just noticed there was, what the heck, There's a it's a rare airplane, and it was sitting off in the weeds. The next time I saw it, it had been made into a rooftop bar for this cool restaurant uh, in Fincastle, Virginia, about uh, 20 miles up the road. So um, that's just the kind of stuff that they do. They find these cool old things, they take a, a leap of faith, and they turn it into something that's, that's just really interesting and, and it can't be had anyplace else. Um, so, uh, and you, you can also find a coffee table for, for your own home there that's been repurposed from some of their stuff. Or if you're looking for, for something just really unique, maybe a, a mantle or a door or something that you just can't find, certainly in a, in a big box store, uh, this is the only place that, that you can shop for and find it. And even if you're not looking for that kind of stuff, you just walk around their place and, and now they've got artisans and all kinds of other stuff going on in there in addition to to what they've reclaimed. So anytime you go to Black Dog, the parking lot is full and a lot of the license plates are from out of state because they've become such a destination attraction. People have either heard about Black Dog just because of the salvage stuff 
or they've seen the the TV show and they want to come and and see it in person. And you, you just will not be disappointed. It's it's really interesting. I'm a local person, and and I'll go over there uh, a couple of times a year at least to to shop or to just walk around and, and take it all in. When we have out of town guests, that's one of the places that we go. And uh, and so and now Mike and Robert have added uh, the dog bowl which is uh, a little entertainment venue, and they have live entertainment. Uh, On certain days, they'll have a food truck and a beer wagon, and we'll talk about how you can find the proper dates and see what what kind of entertainment is coming coming up. But the whole enterprise there at Black Dog is just growing in so many ways. Right next door is uh, something called the Stone House, which you can rent if you're lucky enough to find a vacancy. And that is a really cool old stone building that they went through and gutted. They did the black dog thing and then they replaced it with all the the cool architectural elements that they've uh, gathered from places all around the United States. And so that's something else. We'll talk about that. And so uh, Mike Whiteside and Robert Culp, the black dogs themselves, will be joining me here next on the Visit VBR podcast. Welcome back to the Visit VBR podcast. Wow, what a treat today. We have the guys from Black Dog Salvage, Mike Whiteside and Robert Culp. You know them from television as the Salvage Dogs. Guys, welcome. What a what a treat to have you on today. It's good to be with you, John. It's, uh, it's been a while. You know, yeah, we don't see you on TV anymore. <laughs> well, listen, of course, people know you from the television show Salvage Dogs. That's had what been on for uh, 11 seasons. Is that right? Yeah, we did 11 seasons, uh, eight years, and 143 episodes. So, uh, but who's counting? Yeah, that's kind of a career in the reality realm. Maybe two or three careers, matter of fact. So, we were very lucky that people uh, tuned into us and found what we were doing interesting and funny. And and it, it was it's been a really good thing for us and and also for the the Roanoke area. Oh, it has. It has. And that's that's resulted in, of course, we're talking uh, about things that people can do in Roanoke or, or when they visit Roanoke. And we'll we'll get to Black Dog Salvage, which has uh, become a destination in and of itself here in just a minute. But but the show, people get to see you guys go in and do what you do, which is tear down buildings, but find the little treasures in there that uh, the average person wouldn't see. Right, and then there's always some sort of a difficulty you have to overcome, and 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 the and you guys are hilarious the way you you approach these things. But Robert, you're you're the actual like salvage person, right? You guys met because Mike had a warehouse, and you were salvaging old buildings and kind of finding treasures like old mantles and fencing and that kind of stuff. I mean, do I have that right? Yeah, well, I got a phone call one uh, one fateful day from a guy I didn't know who said he knew somebody I knew and wanted to build a garage. And uh, I'm a general contractor is my actual uh, uh, was my real job in life. And uh, he called me up and it turned out it was this dude named Mike Whiteside. And uh, he was he was relocating his a bunch of equipment to him and wanted to build a garage at his house. And he didn't want me to he didn't want me to build it. He just wanted oh, to 
build it. You know, that's your favorite. That's a favorite thing you want to hear when you're a licensed contractor. Is yeah. they just want to, you know, take your knowledge. And I just want to, I just want to tap into your sources. <laughs> yeah. Right. I really did want you to build it, Robert, but that's, 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 a, that's history now. That's, you know, and, and Robert, uh, so he, he said, no, uh, I'm not, I'm not interested in building. I'll give you some advice. And, but there's this house. What are you going to do? We had a lot in common. You know, both Robert and I are former military, former Navy. And uh, so we had a lot in common that way. And um, and he said, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I don't know. I'm thinking about, I, don't, I think this is this is my recollection. I think uh, maybe a salvage business. Salvage in, in, no. Uh, so there you go. That's what I want. I need yeah. a younger brain to remember. I, uh-huh. well, I recall him saying he wanted to go back to sea as a as well, and that's what he was talking about. And then he was just kind of parking his stuff in this garage. Uh, I talked him out of it. I saved him from this from the ocean. And uh, yeah. sorry. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's 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 another right. memory. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I we ended up having a conversation about a house that was being torn right. down in downtown Roanoke, right behind Community Hospital. And it was uh, the last house in Orchard Hill, which was the was the all the mansions that the Pennsylvania Railroad uh, uh, crews uh, owners built for themselves when they built the Norfolk and Western Railroad in Roanoke. And so these big mansions were, uh, you know, one by one being picked off. And this is the last one and was being offered up to be moved to anybody who wanted it. But uh, it was clear that was not going to happen. So uh, Mike and I's our discussion continued uh, decided we were going to make a run at, at uh, the salvage rights for that. For some reason, we decided that that's the business we wanted to be in. Well, it was it was kind of a spec venture. You know, we bought it from Alan Amos, late Alan Amos, and uh, and we 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 offered him X. You know, Robert and I pulled our money and we offered him X, and he accepted it. We looked at him and says, "Well, what would you have taken?" He says, "You paid two thousand dollars too much." <laughs> it's a great start to a business. That was a great start. Okay, he, he, he took us to school. He did take the money. He didn't give us two thousand dollars. Yeah, I was going to say that probably didn't. Alan wasn't that kind of guy. He wasn't going to yeah. give it that. Yeah. So you look at an old mansion, and and most people would see just junk. What what did you guys see? This this was uh, really one of the best houses we did in the last. 21 years when you say mike yeah it's it still stands out as one of the yes and we worked at it for three three weeks solid and still left stuff on the ground because alan was coming in with his track coat to knock yeah. that thing down right uh, so, so we so uh, this had a lot of had a lot of beautiful features that were uh really kind of informed us of what the architectural salvage business could be uh-huh. and the fact that we had people approaching us as we were carrying things out the door and saying, hey, I want to buy that from you, really gave us a distorted uh, vision of how this business was going to turn out over the years because it's a little bit harder to sell things than than, uh, just waiting for people to come. Yeah, people just showing up. So you look at it like I could see where you would see a mantle uh, or, you know, a, a, a wrought iron fence. But what else did you take out of there that you saw was that was salvageable? God, I mean, truly the whole house was salvageable, but it had uh, uh, some, a great front door, some, some, some beautiful transoms. The mantles were spectacular uh, in, in my mind, some of the biggest stuff we've ever done. And, and then some of the columns, I mean, there was stone around it. It was a lot of stuff and, and it, was, it was beyond our capability, but we, we mustered it up. We had a truck 
a forklift, and a black dog. That was our that was our seed. that was our seed for salvage. Yeah, it had uh, the house had everything that we've run into over the years and found to be you know valuable uh, ceramic tile that we yeah. have plumbing fixtures, hardwood floors. Uh, it was uh, it was, it was a veritable cornucopia of uh, fantastic sellable items so from that so you took all that place and you stored it now you're trying to resell it to you know people beyond those who just showed up while you were taking it out and that was when you started the the black dog architectural salvage business right and so now of course people who have watched the show know what's going on but um, how many houses have you taken down and, and how, I, I, not a number, but, but what stands out in the time that you've been doing this is in terms of, of uh, the things that you've seen and what you've been able to save? Well, the show, the show really kind of gave us a platform to, to go kind of farther afield because uh, as you know, Robert always says, the salvage is a very regional business because of the logistics of, of taking it to, to another market, unless you got, you know, uh, a buyer for it. So we, uh, we, we're not salvage prudes, you know, we'll, we'll salvage pretty much anything we did. uh, Robert maybe is, you know, he's, he's he's pinky up these days, you know, Uh, Uh, he picks that salvage very selectively. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, like right now we're looking at a, a house in, is it Charlottesville, Robert? That uh, that's you know. Yeah, I mean that's not you know. There's a combination of old and new. What you, what you want to make sure of is you don't you know corner yourself into hey we have to do uh, 200 years old and older. We've done you know obviously we've done hundreds and hundreds of different projects. Some of them would be uh, antique houses. Some of them might be 20, 30 year old houses with really nice features. We've done Eiffel Towers, miniature Eiffel Towers. I mean, when we were making up our business plan, if we had ever made up our business plan, I don't think Eiffel, many Eiffel Towers would have been on the list, but uh, we kept our options open. Who buys a mini Eiffel Tower or part of one? Well, that's a good question, John. I'm glad you asked it and gave us the opportunity to let you know that it's still for sale. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's sitting over in Bedford somewhere. <laughs> it's oh, been so- relit. I mean, it's ready to roll. It's uh, it's an icon. It's an iconic piece, I should say. Yeah, and it could be an icon at your uh, at your own uh, backyard in your own backyard. Depending I can see on it weather, right now, right next to the sandbox, it'd be beautiful. You might want to check zoning first. <laughs> It takes I'll all the fun out of it. And the Neighborhood Association. <laughs> You're right. Um, so, so now Black Dog Salvage is, it is a destination in and of itself. And I've been there many, many times. Um, but you guys have, uh, you have artisans there. You're doing remanufacturing. You're, you're, what do people see when they come there today? Right. You know, it's. Uh, it, I'm always uh, gratified when I see people's eyes for, you know, walk into this place for the first time, or even haven't been there in a couple of years, and then they come back. And it's. Uh, it is a feast for the eyes and the imagination. Uh, whether you're excited about just buying something, or seeing something, or just being someplace that is, uh, uh, it can be, uh, you know, it's it's new every time you turn a corner. It's it's different. There's. We have the benefit of our own, uh, you know, backlog of inventory, which is always interesting things. But we also have a huge retinue of, of uh, 
of consigners to use their own imagination and, and along with us create a create a place that has just got a huge varied inventory. And it's a neat yeah. building, you know. Right. It's a it's a really neat building, and it's uh, it's hopefully some some place that people want to return to. And of course. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Let's get back down to it. We hope people get to the capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. We got stuff to sell. You know, it's been interesting to watch the uh, evolution of Black Dog from the days that we were just a salvage company and it was pretty pure, you know, old house parts to to now that, you know, we have have got vendors, we've got a custom fabrication shop that we can can, uh, upcycle, repurpose uh, to custom furniture. We also have a, a gallery, an art gallery we have upstairs. It's just, you know, it's kind of, uh, we've become a lot of different things. And because of that, it's, it's, uh, it's a, you said earlier, it's a destination. Besides the show, you know, it's a, it's something that's not usual. You know, even in the bigger cities don't have something like this because, We've uh, we've done it too. We've kind of done it too much. <laughs> well, actually, we we did have a consultant we uh, brief us recently about maybe trying to concentrate a little bit more, and we went, ah, never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we they, wanted, they wanted you to put a point on the spear, right? Like you know, we are we are this because it's too yeah. hard to describe, right? You can't put us in one bucket. There's no. Yeah. So yeah. you know we. Well, I, I just know I remember going there and there you had an old Bonanza airplane sitting along in the weeds. Um, the next time I saw that plane had been turned into a bar in Fincastle. You know, they say it would never fly again. Uh-huh. And there you go. <laughs> right. It right. flew without wings and landed awesome? in Fincastle. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, that was a, awesome. You can, that was, uh, it turned out great, too, by the way. It did. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It was, it was What's I still got the wings, by the way. You know, the wings are still here. So now, it's really cool when you when you when you see something one place and it's or maybe when the first time we saw it was in a hangar out at the airport at a, at an auction, which is how we got it, and then having it out in our yard for uh, for not that long, maybe a couple of years to a couple years. Just a little while for things to, to to mature and be ready for the next buyer, and then to go out and see it in Fincastle right across from the courthouse. I mean, it is and in, in operation in its new life. It's it's exactly what we do, and mm-hmm. it's exactly what keeps us doing it. Is is that awesome reuse, that upcycling, and not being restricted by uh, convention or code? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have no idea what makes you guys think that you need to salvage an old airplane uh, that won't probably fly again. But why not? Well, it was there. Again, that's right. It's like Everest, you know. It's there. It's it's available, and there's a good story. You know, we've done we've done boats the same way too. We've we've cut boats apart over and uh, over and uh, yeah. A lot of them end up. It's 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 strange how all these things end up as bars, though. There may be some sort of connection between that thought process <laughs> and how they always end up. Yeah. I I think it starts in a bar at about two a.m. and a nap. Everything a step, everything right? started in a bar. You know, uh-huh. that's right. That's how, yeah. well, that's not how Robert and I start, but we'll probably end up there. We'll so fit, then we'll there's like finish. Jack Brown's, which is a very popular restaurant in downtown Roanoke on the market. And when you walk in there, you guys had, it was an old truck, right? And then you turned that into the the place where they have their, uh, their taps. Yeah, that was a funny story. We, we, bought, we got that on one of our salvage jobs out in Manita. Uh, and it was a cool piece that's kind of hiding in the weeds. And I had it, I was, I wanted to, 
mount it and do some other stuff with it. And Aaron, who owns Jack Browns, came in and says, I want that. I said, you can't have it. And that's against my religion to tell him he can't have something. I said, but I'll sell it to you if you let me build it. And he was he was a smart businessman and he let us do it. And we did the, the front of the bar and we did that back bar. And it's it's kind of iconic. You know, people come to Roanoke to see that bar. As they should. It's really, yeah. it's, and it's then really the, cool. And the burgers are great as well. So yeah, yeah that doesn't, that doesn't is great as well. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, we like working with like-minded people. Uh-huh. I suggest the Elvis burger. It's the one that's got peanut butter on it. And it, uh, it is, <laughs> it's really good. And you sit down and have a craft beer and I just like the environment in there. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Awesome. There's a lot of, there's, we've got some black dog all over the city. There's a little bit of black dog everywhere in people's houses and, uh, commercial locations like Rockfish. Right. We did some for them a long time ago in Grandin. And so it's, uh, you know, if you got a little black dog in you, you know, you're living large, baby. There you go. Living large. Now, I, um, I, when you walk in the door, you've got a map with the push pins and people put a pin in the map as to where they're from. And I would imagine that you've got I, I, the last time I looked, there were dots from all over the world in there. Have you, is there any, have you ever figured out the the reach via that map we don't have any from the moon yet but elon musk has told us he would send us one <laughs> uh yeah no it's uh it's it's truly uh, global i mean obviously yeah. you know when you look at the map the east coast and you know, east of the mississippi is very well populated and represented but um uh, you know we've got people from all over the world from uh we were we're the show is aired in in a lot of European countries, Germany, uh, uh, France, England, uh, and then we've been in South Africa, Australia, uh, Armed Forces Network we've, we've been on. So, you know, you just never know where Black Dog Savage is going to show up. I mean, there's stories where people were in just Gikistan or whatever. So, you know, they were going on the, the stand tour, they called it. Right. This is one of Robert's, uh, I think one of Robert's, uh, Robert could tell the story better probably. Well, it's you know somebody was on a stand tour, like whatever a stand tour is, and there, yeah, there we are. Stand, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. There we there we are in TV watching that, and it's we got plenty of stories like that. But you know, back to the the push pins. Mike actually spends a lot of time at night when he can't sleep. And pushes those pins in himself. Oh, he does. Okay, is that right? Is that yeah. right? You get me on camera doing that, Robert, because. <laughs> Uh, you know, I need to tell somebody that I'm sleepwalking or sleep driving because I don't live here. So, so you guys um, have started a, a music <laughs> venue called the Dog Bowl there. So now you're you're making it even more of a destination. What is the Dog Bowl all about? What's it look like, and how can people come and and be entertained beyond what they see right there with the salvage operation and the and the fabrication? Well, the Dog Bowl is a music venue, and uh, early on, Jeff Ellis, who works with us, uh, made the suggestion that this looks like a, you know, we had a, a whole, we had an encampment of, of homeless people behind the building, and figured we'd clear it out a little bit to, you know, make sure they had room, and uh, and, and when we opened it up, you know, uh, Jeff took a few more trees away than Robert thought, and it turned out to be a nice little, little glade bowl, and and so we uh, we ran into a, a a stage over in Manita again uh, at the old drive-in. That was one of our episodes, and we said we're just going to put it over there and see what happens. And and Robert signed on to it, which was amazing. 
You know, uh-huh. you get Robert behind uh, uh, one of your projects, you know, it's done. And that's the way I look at it. You know, for, for us, we'll, we'll, we'll kill it into mediocrity, but Robert, Robert puts us, you know, he, he keeps it going and, and uh, we, we turned that thing into a, a venue and, and in night, we opened it in uh, 2019, we right. had three, con- three concerts because we were a little late in the season opening. Then, of course, everybody knows what happened last year. And then uh, so we're uh, we're back on schedule with five concerts this year, uh, starting this weekend. Matter of fact, Saturday. OK, and it's, it's a community uh, draw. It really is. It's uh, you know, we don't get a lot of people I'm out you know, too far afield coming in. But, you know, folks, uh, we're on the Greenway. People can ride their bicycles. Uber over, there's a food truck and, and beer wagon and, and good music. So it's a, it's a community um, endeavor, I think, or call to action. Come on out, you know, spend a, spend a three hours at Black Dog in the evening. And it's, it's, it's really pretty, pretty fun. So you just like this, I mean, what you guys, the roles you play in the show, uh, which is really yourself, and and but what people hopefully are listening to this are starting to realize is, is that Mike is the dreamer and Robert is the voice of reason. And uh, Robert's always reining Mike in and Mike's always got some wild ass idea. Uh, and so would you say the dog bowl was kind of that? Well, it started out as a while, yeah. Go ahead, Robert. Robert. Yeah, so I, I went on vacation for a week and I came back and I told them, you know, hey, we just want to take the brush out. You know, there's things called permits when you work, when you live and work in the city, you, you have uh, certain rules that you are expected to abide by. And uh, well, it appears I'm the only one at Black Dog that thinks that's true. Yeah. And uh, so there was, there was some additional clearing and, it, you know, but then again, look what it's turned into. I mean, yeah. I, I, we did get a little feedback from the city on this one, and uh, but we recovered, and uh, now we have got this great venue, and it's all for a good cause. First Fridays uh, operates it, uh, the the events for us, and it's it's going to a, all their charitable organizations, and it's a and it's a great great thing, and I'm glad it's back. Awesome, yeah. Of course, COVID showed up right at, right after you guys launched. So you kind of had to delay that, but I think it's, I think it's cool that you're doing that. And, and uh, the, the whole uh, permission forgiveness thing with the city, I'm glad that worked out well. Yeah. Well, once, yeah. Once Robert gets, you know, gets it on the even plane, then when we're good, you know, it's just, it's uh, usually we get in there in, into the city uh, audience with a little bit of a crisis and, and, um, and then, and then it becomes normal. So that's just right. how we are. That's how, you know, Robert's the guy, you know, I'm the crazy, like you said, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a good combo. Right. I mean, mostly, I mean, you know, we, yeah. somebody's got to clean up the mess though. You know? Yeah. Well, there's always consequences. In there. Yeah. So you've got that stone house on your property that you've opened as a, as a, as a B and B the proper way to describe it. I would I would refer to it as a VRBO because it's a okay. vacation rental and there's uh, okay. don't have anyone hovering over you while you're there you're on your own you got the whole house and uh, really it's one of the uh, best things that we've done in a long time this house was underutilized and it came as part of the property when we bought it over next to the Greenway and now the park uh, the neighborhoods improved radically as well but. Oh, yeah. But the, the house is is a really, it's perfect for Black Dog. This house was built by a stonemason in 1911, and he used all his leftover parts. He didn't, you know, this guy was on a budget, clearly, and he believed in saving things and then finding alternate uses for it. And the whole house has that 
uh, had that uh, personality already. Now we had to completely gut it and take it back up. So it's an extremely uh, uh, cutting edge technology with all the things that Black Dog is, uh, was, was done to rebuild it. And so it's a, you know, we're told it's a, uh, a fantastic place to uh, spend some time. Uh, I've been able to spend the night once, I think, and uh, we've hung out there quite a bit, have events, and uh, it's turned out very well. And the uh, the booking of the thing has been incredible. Even uh, even after uh, you know, as COVID lingered on, it still was uh, very very popular. And now we're you know we're packed. That's great. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely think, gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a it's a testament to what you can do. With salvage because it was it turned out to be a, a canvas for us to kind of ply our wares and luckily uh, with the show they allowed us to feature some of these builds at the stone house which you know gave us a great platform to and those pieces are still there the chandelier and the coffee stand and and uh well, all and the parts. We, yeah this is just uh, we're shameless when it comes to that you know and, and we luckily we had a platform of course everybody else buys the stuff and takes it elsewhere but we we just moved it next door yeah, and that's really fired our imagination about what's going on around Black Dog. I mean, the improvement in the neighborhood has helped quite a bit. And, uh, you know, the house sits right on the corner as the greenway turns into uh, uh, the park. And we have some other land, including like the dog bowl and all the perimeter facing the park that we've, uh, we're starting to explore other opportunities there as far as some development that will bring like-minded people and maybe some residential uh, presence and maybe maybe even some more eating establishments and bring it all to the Greenway and to the park system that Roanoke has, uh, has been doing so well with. Well, they really have. And I'm constantly extolling the, the, how beautiful the Greenway is. Um, and I ride my bike there past your place, probably three times a week. Um, it'd be nice though, if there were, there were more uh, things to do along the Greenway that were, um, culturally, uh, hang on just a second, uh, that were interesting. Um, so it sounds like you've maybe got some things in the work that works that you're not ready to reveal yet. Not quite, but uh, we'll plant a seed and hopefully people are going to keep an eye out for some things happening in the near future. And uh, I'm with you. Everything, if you can go along the Greenway and have something to do along the Greenway and get from one place to another, like if you continue on the Greenway, we're right down there in Norwich, our warehouse is down there. Uh, there's a lot of great things that could happen in Norwich as well and all, all the way to Salem and then all the way back to the other end in Benton. So uh, we really appreciate the things that the city has done with the and the, and the community has done from Warren County and Salem and everyone with the Greenway and, and connecting these things. And it, it helps us. We, we want to help it. Right. So just real quickly, uh, we were uh, beginning to run out of time and there's so much to talk about, but you guys are doing, um, you've got reclaimed barnwood shiplap paneling for sale now. Uh, you've got an art gallery. You've started with texture furniture. You're selling mattresses because people like the mattress that you were using so much in the stone house. Uh, how do people avail themselves of all those things? Well, you got to lay down and sleep on something. So that's uh, there's the mattress. And, and also like with texture, uh, these things are, are, these companies are, are local, locally manufactured companies, uh, uh, texture over in East uh, Roanoke, just by Benton and also uh, Wyndham 
who's out in Richmond, and these are all made in America. So, and our shiplap is from, you know, barn, barnwood from uh, North and South Carolina, uh, uh, Virginia and North Carolina. And don't so forget the paint, Mike. Ah, and the paint. Yeah, Black we got a lot of savage furniture paint. Now, all these things that we've put together, they're all American made and you can find, you can come into Black Dog Salvage and find out all about it. You can also go on our website, blackdogsalvage.com and find a link and make your way from the stone house all about our Black Dog Salvage furniture paint, mattresses, whatever else, and then of course shop online. So uh, we're available. We try to make ourselves available and maybe even overexpose ourselves a little bit because that's how Mike is. So <laughs> I haven't exposed myself in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> For good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was terribly inappropriate. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, right, right. Robert just served it up. I had to knock it out apart. Right. That's what I do. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah. Right. So, um, and by the way, I used your paint uh, on a couple of projects here recently, redoing some bedrooms and sort of creating that shabby chic look out of some old furniture we had here. And 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 I can uh, I can vouch for the quality. It really. Oh, really I love great. it. So, Testimonial. Yeah. There we go. There We're going to use right. this. Right. It was yeah. awesome. It's a great product. It yep. really is. So the show is winding down now, Salvage Dogs, and you're going to start a podcast. Uh, how can people hear the podcast? And once you stop producing new episodes of the TV show, where can people find it? Uh, see, well, we're streaming. Uh, that's really where the show lives anymore. It's on uh, iTunes, Apple, On Demand, and also uh, Discovery Plus. Discovery Network owns the owns the, yeah. uh, the rights to the show. So uh those are where you can find any of our shows. Yeah. I've been surprised at the uh, the number of new fans that we've they've even come to the come to the store recently that never heard of the show, but once they got came on Discovery Plus, it became brand new to them, and uh, it, so it's a it's another life. We you know always planned on reruns. It's, reruns are a lot easier on the body than the. Uh, actual, oh yeah, actual we don't get paid for them, by the way, but we're still there's still value there. There is still value, and uh, you know, as far as the podcast goes, it will uh, there'll be uh, information on the podcast through our Facebook and social media, as well as on the website itself, um, on how to how to um, grab those when they're available. And there's already a, we've already done a teaser uh, podcast. I mean, a little little snippet, like four minutes. That's on most of the the like Spotify and Apple and and all those iTunes, right? Right. So you can find it wherever you find podcasts. You'll find us. Let's go Black Dog Sound. That's how you say it. You can find it wherever you find your podcast. Right. Just 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 like here the, the the VBR podcast. We've got it on all the platforms. Right. So whatever little button you prefer to punch on your phone that brings you a podcast, which is called a uh, a catcher, by the way, a podcatcher. Um, then you can, you can Make listen it to it. And so the podcast, will it be you guys, um, giving advice or talking about the, the latest, I mean, what are you going to talk about? It's kind of like this, John, about the same thing, you know, so yeah. we're just going to use this. And as a matter of fact, this is the first, this is the first, we're going to share this podcast with you. Uh, no, what it is, it's, we've kind of worked out a format still a little bit, uh, a little bit green, but we're going to. You know, obviously you have an intro, outro, and we talk about the show. You know, we'll kind of feature an episode, uh, a podcast. We've got 143, so that'll take us in. Hope to do one a week. And also, you know, maybe some tips, how-tos. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what's bring, happening? Bring in some experts as far right. as 
whether it's in the uh, you know the upcycling type world and the, the uh, um, makers movement, uh, all the type of people that we're interested in, I think the people that we're interested in and what we do will be interested in as well. And uh, it's really nice to have, you know, we've got a, a large group of people that are into the type of stuff that we do. And, you know, Mark Bow may be one of those guys from uh, Burnwood Builders, another one of the, the DIY network uh, crew and an old friend of ours. He may be featured in one in the upcoming months. And uh, and then we'll maybe bring back, bring back some of the, the old favorites. Uh, Tay, Tay will be along, uh, Mike's son. And maybe we'll hear from some of the other guys on the show. If we can ever find Ted, we'll we'll try to bring him back. I'm not sure where he is these days, but we know where Grayson is. Yeah, we got Grayson. Yeah. We got, <laughs> and Grayson said, you know, she's going to be a, a reoccurring uh, a guest on the show because she's, you know, she brings a lot of value to her to a bunch of old guys running around so but she's a sweetheart she's got a baby now so i mean you know the evol- the evolution or the the story of black dogs continuing you know with uh kids and new businesses and ted getting his hair done somewhere right. you know it's always you it's, it's always new some things go. some things never change right never change. and you do do you have a new black dog uh yeah we got uh, uh molly uh, molly may she's been with us uh, for about Five years, six years, yeah, yeah, something like that, and uh, and her sidekick Stella. So if you come in and I'm here, they're usually running around. Uh, uh, this is the third black dog, by the way. First one was Molly, Molly, yeah, and second one was Sally, obviously, and uh, she she was a long running black dog. You know, it's it's kind of a you know they it's kind of a lotto ticket for dogs, to tell you the truth. You know, they 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 they've hit the hit the jackpot. You know, you get to hang around, be on TV. You know, get right, all the, right. all the treats and pets you want. Right. And when and when people come by Black Dog, how likely are they to to see one of you guys and shake hands? Probably more. Uh, I'm probably more uh, not far away from the Black Dogs than Robert is. Robert Ventures. <laughs> Robert Ventures out now and again. You know, he's, Robert's pretty shy. Uh huh. You know, if you've noticed, so uh, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the the voice, the the one they throw stuff at first, and then you know, then I'll I'll bring Robert in. But uh, we're always around, you know. So Robert and I, we every, we started with Robert and I started this business, and Robert and I'll end this business. Uh, <laughs> and everything that went in between is just, you know, it's 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 been a it's been a joy. It really yeah. has. Great, Mike Whiteside, Robert Culp, and Black Dog Salvage. Thanks, thanks for joining me here today. Great to talk to you, John. Thank you, John. Good seeing you, man. Oh man, those guys are hilarious, and uh, you can you can just feel that same sort of uh, comic tension that they create throughout the show with Mike always coming up with some crazy idea and Robert trying to just get the project done and, and being the voice of reason and talking Mike in off the ledge, uh, which he very, actually very seldom does because Mike always takes the plunge and comes up with something uh, fun and unique. Those guys, they're just great. I've, I've interviewed them many times um, for my job as a television anchor uh, and reporter. And and I've I've met them socially uh, because it's not unusual at all to see them see them downtown 
uh, in Roanoke and having a good time and just being good neighbors. But uh, a, a couple of things that they wanted me to remind you about. For visitors, dogs are welcome. So bring your dog, the black dog. Uh, in the dog in the dog bowl area, they have a love sign, and here in Virginia, uh, love signs are there are 200 of them around the country, around excuse me, around the state, and that is because Virginia is for lovers, and so lots of localities and businesses have created the signs with the word love spelled out with uh, using different materials and each is unique and theirs of course was made in their shop out of salvage materials and they've got a selfie stand there so you can go stand in front of their love sign and you can uh, celebrate Virginia being for lovers and take a selfie right there at Black Dog Salvage and you can also go to blackdogsalvage.com there will be a link in the show notes, but you can shop online there. You can learn more about the, the Salvage Dogs TV show, about Black Dog Salvage Furniture Paint, the Stone House, the Dog Bowl, upcoming events. And don't forget, uh, their podcast is coming out soon. Uh, we're recording this in June of 2021, and the podcast is just getting launched. And we'll tell you, uh, we'll give you a link to that, or you can find that at blackdogsalvage.com. And you can follow Black Dog Salvage on social media with the at sign black dog salvage all one word couple of other notes if you're planning a trip to virginia's blue ridge i talked about that metro mountain mix and so this area is an outdoor playground i've already talked about uh, mentioned that we're uh, the america's east coast mountain bike capital but the cycling is amazing here i'm a i'm a cyclist i ride my road bike and my gravel bike in this area and then there's equal parts running hiking kayaking fishing fly fishing you name it we we have all of that in abundance here the roanoke river flows right through the middle of the city of roanoke roanoke river greenway follows the river and it's nice and flat there's what 11 or 12 miles right now just right along the river and ever expanding great place for running biking dog walking uh, bring your kids. There's parks and playgrounds, picnic shelters. And then uh, if you're looking for more of that metro application after you've gone to Black Dog, you might want to visit the Old Winston Link Museum, the Transportation Museum of Virginia, which is uh, famous uh, for the for the railroad attractions there. But anything having to do with transportation and, you know, cool cars, old cars, you name it, bicycles, there at the Transportation Museum. And then you if you're driving through town, you cannot miss the Topman Museum of Art because of the beautiful uh, architecture of the building itself. It's essentially an artist's rendering of the surrounding mountainside. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And then if you're in downtown, uh, there's a distillery downtown. So you might want to check that out. We have shopping in the downtown market with outdoor uh, type stores and also uh, boutiques and other types of uh, places that you might want to check out. And uh, so it's it's just wonderful in downtown Roanoke. And then I would say the same thing about the shopping and eating in some of the small towns in Virginia's Blue Ridge, including the city of Salem, the town of Vinton. You could head down to Rocky Mount or head up to Buchanan. I talked, I talked a little bit about Fincastle. 
which is a, a beautiful, quaint, old town, and uh, there's a lot of different things happening in Fincastle, so you might want to go and, and check those places out as well. And then we host a lot of sports tournaments here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. People come here to play softball, volleyball, soccer, basketball, and team sports, and youth sports. We, we are like the capital of that as well. Uh, we haven't claimed that like we have mountain biking, but, it, but it's absolutely true. And if you're looking for the ultimate guide to all the different things going on here in Virginia's Blue Ridge, you need to check out visitvbr.com. Blogs, maps for the cycling, the hikes to the waterfalls, lists of all the restaurants, uh, directions for our Cheers Trail, which guides you through the local brew pubs and wineries I talked about, the distilleries. And there's a nice prize if you check in at a few of them, and you'll get a discount or a special if you check in. Uh, and then you can just download the Cheers Trail app from the VBR website, and you'll get discounts there at every stop on the trail, and a nice prize if you get stamped at enough of our locations. And if you are coming here, we have a campaign called Be a Trail Setter. So post your pictures, maybe with the love sign at Black Dog, with the hashtag Trail Setter, all one word, hashtag Trail Setter. So thanks again to Mike Whiteside and Robert Culp, the Black Dogs, for joining me here on the Visit VBR podcast. Whether you're a visitor or whether you live here, just you've got to go and, and spend a day at Black Dog Salvage. You will not be disappointed. And we'll have another podcast coming out soon. In the meantime, I hope to see you here in Virginia's Blue Ridge. <music>